Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. We are on the road to WrestleMania, but before we can make it there, we got to make a few quick stops. The first stop is Vegas, baby, for the WrestleMania press event. Seeing how the last press conference event went after the Royal Rumble, and now everything that has been happening since then, this press conference coming up on Thursday is going to be so damn interesting, and it's going to be a must-watch. Then the next stop is at the end of the month in february and it's going to be in australia perth to be exact for the elimination chamber what is going on folks welcome back again to another episode of snug wrestling with me i am your host my name is edgar and pat mcafee said it best what a beautiful time to be here and it is one of my favorite times of the year wrestlemania season and to celebrate this time of year we're going to talk about the fun stuff that went down on monday night raw as well as the not so fun stuff so let's get into it y'all let's go Seth Limpin Rollins started us off this episode of Raw, and as soon as Seth mentioned Friday Night SmackDown, the fans in San Luis immediately started booing, and it's all thanks to The Rock. And the We Want Cody chants made themselves loud and present in the arena. Also thanks to The Rock, Seth Rollins says, yeah, we want Cody, we all want Cody. I want Cody too. And usually what Seth Rollins wants, he gets in the wwe at least normally which means if the champ wants cody at mania chances are that is most likely what's gonna happen seth rollins calls out cody rhodes and we get the american nightmare and mr burn it down in the middle of the ring to talk about their futures going into wrestlemania cody rhodes does his infamous line so what do we want to talk about and before seth limp and rollins can even answer the fans respond with the chance that that not even Seth Rollins was expecting. Rocky sucks. Wow. I haven't heard that chant in years in a WWE arena. And what happened? I thought we all loved The Rock. Just a few weeks ago, people were going crazy because The Rock came back. Remember Colorado? Colorado was loving The Rock when he showed up randomly on SmackDown. But now everyone hates The Rock all of a sudden. Is this 1996 all over again, Michael Cole says? because that was the time of the die rocky die chance that were making their ways around the arenas back when the rock first started and no one liked that smiling babyface guy but the rock has been booed plenty of times after that let's just be fair however the fans in san Luis all showing their love and support for cody rhodes holding up the we want cody hashtag signs in the air that were either passed on by a fan or by the wwe themselves who fucking knows but everyone had these signs all over the arena seth rollins once again trying to convince cody and beg cody to pick me pick me please for that big wrestlemania main event match seth rollins tells cody you need this match just as much as me but what that really means is pick me so we can get this title moreover because cody you're the only one that can do that if cody decides to go for seth rollins cody will boost up the prestige 
prestige, the credibility of that championship belt way high. But if that does happen and Cody Rhodes does go after Seth Rollins, WWE will never hear the end of it. I can hear it now. Oh, well, Cody has to settle for the consolation belt. Oh, well, Cody was forced into the participation belt. Ah, the lovely toxic IWC, you gotta love us. The new Drew, the prickish, bitter, heelish Drew McIntyre, showed up to show off his cool new t-shirt and convince Cody to finish the story. I mean, that t-shirt was really fucking cool. I need to get me one of them. Drew, for some reason, thinks that if Cody goes for Roman Reigns, that Drew McIntyre is next to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. You can't blame a guy for trying, but Seth Rollins has already beaten Drew McIntyre for that title at least two times that I can remember. And then Drew McIntyre for the second week in a row attacks a defenseless injured WWE superstar. Last week it was CM Punk and this time it was Seth Rollins. So what the hell is going to happen at WrestleMania? Who is facing who? Who is Cody going to choose? Is Seth picking Drew after all? Just like the Royal Rumble there's so much shit going on here before the WrestleMania and I can't wait to find out. Tyler Bates and Pete Dunne won their fatal four-way match on SmackDown. So now we got to do this again, but on the red brand to see who Tyler Bates and Pete Dunne are going to face next. For this four-way, we have the DIY who have been in a little winning streak lately, the New Day, the Imperium who are currently my favorite tag team in the entire world, and the Creed Brothers who haven't done a damn thing since they came up to the main roster, except maybe win a couple of matches, but then they disappeared for like weeks. But now the Creed Brothers are back. The Imperium would look good with some tag team gold. I can see it now standing next to Gunther, our intercontinental champion. The Imperium can also have some very interesting matches bell to bell, so I'm 1000% behind the Imperium to win this one. This was a fatal four-way that involved eight people, so you can tag anyone in whenever you want. It doesn't have to be your partner, and just like we all expected, this match got hectic really quick. People were getting landed on left and right suicide dives people flying everywhere but the guy that stood out to me the most in this entire match was xavier woods lately the new day have been a lot more serious lately they're not being as goofy and you can tell that they're taking that seriousness in the ring as well xavier woods looked more aggressive and this is a new day that i can get behind and the least impressive tag team in this entire match won the fatal four-way work smarter not harder i guess the creed brothers took everyone out and did all the hard work for the diy to come in and swoop up the victory getting the pin on vinci of all people so give yourself another pat on the back there champa and gargano they're gonna be facing pete dunn and tyler bates and i'll be damned if champa and gargano win it but i'm afraid they most likely are because they are the tag team from raw and so is the judgment day mostly so i guess for that reason a match between the judge Judgment Day and the DIY would make a little bit more sense, unfortunately. Cindy Lauper had a wrestling match on Monday Night Raw in the year of 2024 versus Shayna Baszler. But no, I'm only kidding. It wasn't Cindy Lauper. It was Becky Lynch, who looks like Cindy Lauper, going up against a black belt, a straight shooter that looks like she's ready to kill someone. There was a few awkward moments in this match where Becky and Shayna weren't really getting their timing right, but Becky Lynch won with the manhandle slam, and at least 
we got to see Shayna Baszler in a singles match that went longer than two minutes. And we were able to see what Shayna Baszler can really do versus a big star like Becky Lynch. And hopefully we can see more of this and build up Shayna a little bit more. Cause why not? Hashtag we want Shayna. Liv Morgan was also on Raw and I think we were all supposed to care because it's Liv Morgan and she has been gone for a while and the people really missed her. At least most people. But Liv Morgan, she's just standing there trying to cut a promo, but she has no fire. She has no delivery. It's hard getting behind Liv Morgan, especially if you're not a thirsty teenager with fantasies of dating Liv Morgan, then you most likely aren't going to be feeling Liv Morgan or any of these segments. Liv swears revenge on Rhea Ripley. Good luck with that, Liv Morgan. I think you should really be focusing on Jade Cargill. Something tells me Jade has not forgotten the way that Liv Morgan eliminated Jade Cargill at the Royal Rumble. And finally, someone that actually takes her role a little seriously. Rhea Ripley takes over the show, and Rhea Ripley is pissed off and wants Nia Jax. And we get some intensity, something interesting from someone in that women's division. Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley have a pull apart, and Adam Pearce gave Rhea Ripley what she wanted, which is Nia Jax at Perth with the women's championship title on the line. We saw something we were not really used to seeing our women's champion got flattened by Nia Jax with the Annihilator sit-down power move. This match at the Chamber will be a good tune-up match for Rhea Ripley before the Rumble. At the Chamber, we will also find out who Rhea Ripley's next opponent is going to be for WrestleMania. So far, Becky Lynch is the only one that has qualified for the Elimination Chamber, and God, I hope it ain't Becky. Another story that seems to never end, the Viking Raiders and the Alpha Academy me were in a mixed tag team match on this episode of Raw. Maxine and Valhalla have been feuding since like June of last year. We're literally approaching the ninth month of this program between the Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders and it hasn't done anything for anyone. So I think it's time to call the time of death on this one. Ivar and Valhalla won this match and we will see who wins next week. Maybe next week Valhalla will wear her antlers once again. The Judgment Day, you can find them in the club the clubhouse the cool kids club talking up shop talking business when all of a sudden Kepasa, our truth shows up once again our truth got attacked by the judgment day last week and has forgotten everything and has forgiven that beat down that was given to him and our truth believes that now for real this time he's officially in the judgment day but like for real this time unlike all the other beat downs our truth has gotten from the judgment day this last one was the real one. None of the members of the Judgment Day wanted to deal with R-Truth as they all had other business to attend to. So with Priest being the last one in the room with R-Truth, Damien Priest lets R-Truth make himself at home at the clubhouse which got a nice little pop from the crowd. This Judgment Day segment led to the next match of the night which was JD Madonna versus The Miz. I'm having trouble understanding why The Miz is feuding with the Judgment Day. Most Mostly because The Miz is a singles competitor and the Judgment Day, the only belts that they currently have are the tag team belts. I would understand if there was a goal here, like if Dom still had the North American Championship, maybe The Miz was trying to work towards that because it is a singles title. But what's the end game here? What is the point of this? Is this supposed to be a buildup for R-Truth and The Miz to come together and challenge Damian Priest and Finn Balor for the tag team belts? I don't see no other outcome to this. 
Before this match, The Miz said he wasn't sure if R-Truth was delusional or if he was a genius. R-Truth came out during this match once again and once again caused another distraction so The Miz can pick up the win. Michael Cole said that R-Truth messed up again. Or did he? So yeah, R-Truth is most definitely working the Judgment Day. I'm calling it. It's a swerve by R-Truth, bro. We got to see some video clips from CM Punk's surgery day. They are moving really fast with the surgery. CM Punk is not wasting any time to get the surgery done, recover, and come back stronger than ever. We here at Snug Wrestling are wishing CM Punk a speedy recovery so he can come back stronger than ever and finish the story. Gunther 600 day celebration as an intercontinental champion took place on this monday night raw and gunther asked the magic question who is worthy enough to face the champ he's running out of challengers and out of opponents and like how we all been saying and predicting the yeet man jay uso he answered Gunther's question and says, Me, I'm next up. Jay Uso has been mentioning since the new year that it is his new year's resolution to win singles gold for the very first time. Gunther said, Okay, but I'm gonna beat you so bad, I'm gonna take you back to the days where no one can tell you or your brother apart. And I, yes, I remember those days, the good old days. But the question is, when? When will this match take place? Will this match take place at the chamber? Or is this a WrestleMania level match? The We Want Cody movement continues to get stronger and stronger. We Want Cody, Seth Wants Cody, and now even Shinsuke Nakamura Wants Cody again. Shinsuke Nakamura apparently attacked Cody Rhodes at a live event show, and now we're getting a bull roll match for the main event at Monday Night Raw. And speaking of rematches, Kaden and Katana exercise their own rematch for the women's tag team titles. The women's tag team division, they're always in the same spot every week during the shows. It's always right before the main event. But I think these matches need to be moved to a different part of the show, like the dark segment. Before the show even starts michael cole and pat mcafee were having trouble calling this match because some of the things that we're doing in this match was really unexplainable the kabuki warriors kabuki they retain the women's tag team titles and kaden and katana are most likely going to the back of the line cody rhodes is moving from one story to another the story for cody seems to be paused at the moment for wrestlemania but no worries cody you have another story that you need to finish before mania and that story is shinsuke nakamura how can cody even think about wrestlemania if he can't even shake off shinsuke well what the bull rope match that's how some fans were wondering where shin was after his last match versus cody all of a sudden shin disappeared until he showed up at the rumble and now shin is back again attaching himself to cody rhodes worse than a toxic ex-girlfriend the bull rope that was used for this match was the same one that cody's dad used in the 70s versus superstar billy graham baby and the last time cody rose was in a bull rope match was versus brody lee in aew during the pandemic rest in peace brody lee and we went from a feud that we all thought was over cody and shin to a gimmick match out of nowhere that was sparked at a live event show from live event to main event just like that but let's face it that bull roll match was entertaining as fuck 
Cody Rhodes beat Shinsuke for like the third time in a row and Drew McIntyre came out after the match to attack a defenseless WWE star once again for the third time in a row. First it was an injured punk, then it was an injured Seth, and now it was a staggered, beaten, and missed it Cody Rhodes after a big, massive, brutal bull rope match. This Drew McIntyre is stirring up a lot of drama heading into WrestleMania. He's doing all that he can do to make sure he gets into that main event, but we're going to see what happens with Drew. We're going to see what happens at the press conference, and we will most definitely be keeping a close eye on all things wrestling. That was Monday Night Raw. Let me know what you guys thought about it. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon.